In the notes folder on my phone, I had 150 jobs listed that I had applied to during the 11 months after graduation. I was a graphic design student and I had always loved art. I was seven when I started asking my parents for art classes that were outside of school as birthday and Christmas gifts and I spent hours coloring at the table. Later on in fourth grade, we moved from California to upstate New York to a small town that had a school of about 250 kids, kindergarten through 12th grade, and the closest stoplight was an hour away. I continued pursuing art, and then in 11th grade, I joined a design program a few towns over. Every morning, I would go to my two core classes at school, followed by an hour bus ride to this trade school, where I would spend the rest of the day learning about design. Afterward, I would take the bus back, attend sports practices, and go home. My family moved back to California when I was going into 12th grade, and I went from a class size of 32 kids in my small town to a class size of around 650. During that year, I ended up winning the Regional Occupation Award in graphic design based on the portfolio I had created the year I was at trade school. For me, this solidified the direction I needed to go in in college, which was that I needed to pursue graphic design. I thought for sure when I graduated college that I would be able to find a career in my field no problem because I worked really hard, I had a great work ethic, and I got my first job at a coffee shop when I was 14, and I had had a job ever since. I went to community college first to save on costs, and then I transferred to Tufts University into their art program where I pursued design. When I was at Tufts, I got diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and a pituitary gland brain tumor. After everything, I finally graduated, and I thought for sure something good will come out of all of this. This cannot be all for nothing, and I will land a job in my field out of college, and I will magically be financially stable. So you'll notice in the rest of my story, I won't mention what corporate companies I worked for, but I will replace their name with a description. So I first worked in a very pricey, artsy clothing and home decor retail store right after college with the plan of looking for a different one while I was there. I didn't want to work there because I wanted a career in my field and I was getting paid nothing and barely scraping by. Here I am living in the Bay Area, which is the highest rent area in the country and I'm paying $600 a month on a 20-year student loan. Growing in my career just wasn't a want anymore. It felt like a need. This pricey, artsy store I worked at had their corporate location on the East Coast and I, in a very competitive internship program. I applied for the home buyer intern position and got through to the third round, an in-person interview. I paid for my flight and hotel to go for one night, and the interview didn't last very long. It was a group interview, and mine lasted about 10 minutes. I found out through an automatic email that it was a no, five weeks past the deadline, and I was completely crushed. I knew something needed to change and that I needed a new strategy. I started going to the coffee shop near my work at every lunch break where I would sit and journal and listen to self-help podcasts. There were two really important things I learned during that process. One, write down the things that you want and be clear. I wrote down that I wanted to work on the corporate side of a home decor company doing something creative. And then I wrote down at least three ways I was going to get there. Two, I decided I was going to change my story. I'm not going to start 
with the woe is me story anymore. I'm going to write myself a new story, which is that I'm young, I'm passionate, and I'm in an area full of possibilities and my opportunities are endless. And then finally, it happened. I met this woman who started as a sales associate at the retail store I worked at. She was a freelance graphic designer. I decided that today I was get my usual coffee run to talk design with her. She asked me what I really wanted to be doing, and I told her, you know, I'd really like to be working for insert classy traditional home decor retail company here. And then she casually told me that she used to be a catalog director there for eight years. I grew up waiting for their teen catalog to come in the mail, and I would cut them out and hang it up in my room when I was 13 and make a little collage and envision that my room looked like that. And she's sitting here and telling me that she was on the other end of this in charge. She ended up introducing me to someone who interviewed me for a signage job at their corporate office. Right before the third round, when I was supposed to go into the office, they gave me the news that I didn't get the job and that it wasn't me, but the internal candidate had gone after the position. Quickly, I looked online and I saw that they had a production artist role open up to help work on their catalog. I emailed back and told them I was sorry to hear I didn't get it, but understood, and let them know that I did see that this other position was posted online and that I was interested. And then the next day, I got hired. I was over the moon. It was only a three-month contract, but I didn't care because I knew that this was going to be my step in the right direction. When the three months was up, I was better off than I was at the beginning because now I had this opportunity on my resume, and I also left learning more about the direction I wanted my career to go in. I knew that I wanted to be more hands-on with product and that I didn't want to just be behind the screen. Two months later, I landed another contract position, but this time for six months, at an affordable, global-inspired home decor retailer as a visual merchandising assistant slash production artist. I would help set up product in the sample house, which is like a fake store that's at their corporate headquarters, and I would help photograph and edit the packets and send it out to all 300 stores to show the stores what we wanted it to look like. Once that six months was up, I was out of the job again. This time a month later, I went back to that same company in the buying department. I finally was in contract and could enjoy job stability and healthcare through work. This time I could be even more hands-on with the product because I was helping create it and pick it out. My boss there was also a mentor and she helped me out in more ways than she knows. I owe her a lot of my career for taking me under her wing. I actually designed some product there that came out this last holiday season. And when I was in the store last week, I heard someone telling another person that they loved this product and how cute it was. And I seriously live for that. That's hands down the best part of my job. I was at that company for about one and a half years. And then I moved on and now I'm a product development coordinator and designer at a different corporate company that sells $4,000 mirrors. I spend my days at work drawing product, working with vendors to get it made and bringing it out into the world. And it has honestly been my dream come true. And I feel so incredibly grateful. I now feel like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Through this post-grad career journey, I've learned to not doubt myself, and I've seen how far my design passion and persistence can take me. 
I'm 25 now and I still have a long career ahead of me. And one day in the future, I hope to be a creative director or a CEO running my own company of home decor product. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard. And we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.